This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. Hi, once again, I'm Phil Latzman. This podcast, a daily digest of the news events here in Arizona, made possible with listener support. We just wrapped our spring new member drive. Thanks to the hundreds of people we heard from. If we didn't hear from you in support of this podcast and everything that KJZZ produces, you can still make a donation at KJZZ.org. It is Wednesday, February 28th, on the eve of Leap Day. Let's leap into the news. First-term Republican state lawmaker Justin Heap wants to unseat Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer, who is also a Republican. From the politics desk, Wayne Shutsky tells us why. Richer has received criticism and sometimes threats from some fellow Republicans, spurred by false claims of widespread voter fraud in Maricopa County's elections. Conservative activists announced plans on social media to hold a press conference at the Capitol on Wednesday to announce a new recorder candidate to unseat Richer. The Washington Post's Yvonne Winget Sanchez reported that Heap told a Republican club in Mesa that he plans to enter the recorder's race. Heap is a member of the Arizona Freedom Caucus, a group led by Senator Jake Hoffman, one of the fake electors who sought to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Heap declined to comment, but says he will be participating in the press conference on Wednesday. Wayne Shutsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Governor Katie Hobbs is leaving the state today for a trade mission to Mexico. Also from her politics team, Cameron Sanchez has more on that. According to the governor's spokesperson, border security isn't on the agenda during this particular trip, which was organized by the Arizona business community. The governor and business leaders, including Arizona Commerce Authority President Sandra Watson, will focus on trade and economic development. While the governor is out of state through Saturday, Democratic Secretary of State Adrian Fontes will serve as acting governor. Cameron Sanchez, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Well, this November, Maricopa County voters will decide whether to extend the half-cent sales tax that has supported transportation projects for another 20 years. As Kirsten Dorman reports, local and state leaders gathered in downtown Phoenix yesterday to encourage them to vote yes. Governor Katie Hobbs says funding Proposition 479 would fund projects that would help keep up with the state's rapid growth. Fortunately, our previous investments in roads and highways have allowed us to keep up with this growth. But we can't fall behind now. Mesa Mayor John Giles says the ultimate plan is for the tax to bring in tens of billions of dollars. But if voters decide not to extend it... The only thing for sure is that things will get much worse. I hope you really like your car if this doesn't pass because you'll be spending a lot more time in your car. Giles says investments in transportation like the ones Prop 479 promises will shorten commutes and continue growing the state's economy. Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix. National Democrats are putting money behind efforts to flip control of the Arizona legislature this year. Here's once again Wayne Shutsky with details from her politics desk. The Democratic Legislative Campaign Committee announced it is investing $61,100 in Arizona as part of a $750,000 investment across the country. That's one of the largest investments the group is making in any single state. The new announcement comes in addition to $70,000 the group promised to spend in Arizona in December. Representative Jennifer Pollack, co-chair of the Arizona Democratic Legislative Campaign Committee, acknowledged the money might not sound like a lot in comparison to major statewide races that can cost tens of millions of dollars. But those of us who are in tier one districts, it's upwards of $200,000. So every dollar really does make a difference. Pollack says most of the money from the DLCC will be spent on salaries for staff in those competitive districts. Wayne Shutsky, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The current western mega drought is unlike anything we've seen going back to the 1500s. 
A new study looked at samples of tree rings and determined that this current drought is fueled by heat. That causes drier soils and makes droughts more frequent, intense, and widespread. Researcher Karen King with the University of Tennessee says the uptick in heat is driven by human-caused climate change. We know that extreme heat has consequences. We know that drought has consequences. And so when they're compounded together, right, we can expect that those vulnerabilities are only going to be magnified. And they're probably the consequences are going to be more wide reaching. Those consequences include a major strain on the Colorado River. Its water supply is already dwindling and leaders are struggling to rein in demand. Well, some people are creating problems for bald eagles in Arizona. As Christina Estes reports, they're disturbing nests. Earlier this month, bald eagle nest watchers, people who are trained to collect behavioral data, began monitoring different areas. During the first week, they reported people flying drones too close, presumably to get a better view, and photographers hiking into nest areas even though they're closed to the public. In another case, a boat entered a closure area and the noise caused the adult eagle to leave. Then a raven swooped in and ate an egg. The Arizona Game and Fish Department says people should obey signs and buoys alerting them to closures and avoid using drones, which eagles may view as predators. Human interference can lead to the young being left unattended and at risk. Christine Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix. As Arizona is in desperate need of more health care professionals, some high schools are giving their students a head start. The Peoria Unified School District is expanding its program to do just that. And from the education desk, Bridget Dowd has details. Three Peoria high schools have a medical assisting program. The district partners with several health care providers to give students who sign up real-world experience. Last week, it added a new one, Honor Health. Career and Technical Education Director Barbara Coakley says they start out with a medical science course, then they take a medical assisting course that has a lab component. And as part of that lab portion, the students do clinical rotations through different healthcare providers that hire medical assistants so that they can see what it would be like if they continue down this career pathway. Those rotations are mostly observational. Coakley says the district is seeing more students show interest in the medical field and wants to make sure there are enough opportunities to go around. Bridget Dowd, KJZZ News, Phoenix. A New Mexico businesswoman is accused of defrauding the U.S. government and two Native American tribes of taxes and royalties for oil and gas. From the Fronteras desk in Flagstaff, Michamorisco reports. A grand jury indicted Teresa McCown this week on several wire fraud charges and violations of the Federal Oil and Gas Royalty Management Act. Federal prosecutors say McCown underreported oil and gas production since 2017 on more than 30 leases her companies held on land belonging to the U.S., the Navajo Nation, and the Hickoria Apache Nation. McCown faces up to 20 years in prison and $300,000 in fines. Michel Marisco, KJZZ News, Flagstaff. Phoenix leaders will be asked to extend a program offering financial incentives to qualifying airlines. Sky Harbor wants to offer up to $5 million for nonstop flights to unserved markets like Tokyo and Seoul, Barcelona and Dublin. Lexi Van Heren is with the airport. We can offer fee waivers as well as marketing reimbursement dollars, and we can advise our economic and tourism partners. Um, what we cannot do is pay the airline directly or collect money to support the route or anything that would um, unfairly uh, treat the airlines. If the council approves, the program would last another four years. 
The Mesa Community College Art Gallery is hosting a reception today on its Southern and Dobson campus. As Tom Maxidon tells us, the event will welcome patrons to two separate exhibits focusing on black history and women's history. The first exhibit examines the racist past of Mesa and is titled Matriarchs of Washington Park, curated by documentarian Bruce Nelson. It honors the perseverance of black women who lived in what was a segregated one-square-mile neighborhood just north of downtown Mesa. As black families moved into Mesa in the turn of the century, early 1900s, they were forced to live in this neighborhood. Mesa even had segregated schools up until 1953. That's gallery coordinator Tracy Blocker, who says the exhibit includes paintings and mannequins clothed in period dress. The second exhibition, titled Future Matriarchs, is curated by MCC alum and artist-in-residence Antoinette Cauley. That is a group exhibition with artists working in a variety of media, including painting, film, fibers, illustration, even ceramics. Cauley is a black woman who grew up in the Valley and has received international acclaim as an artist. She created a multi-story mural of writer and activist James Baldwin on a downtown Phoenix building in 2020. The exhibits run until April 1st. Tom Maxidon, KJZZ News, Phoenix. In sports, an unlucky 13 losses in a row now for the Coyotes, whose latest defeat came in Montreal last night to the Canadiens 4-2. Alex Kerfoot and Nick Bukestad scored for Arizona, losing cause. Connor Ingram stopped to 17 shots. Coyotes actually outshot the Canadians 38-21, but now 13 straight losses. Baseball Diamondbacks fall to the Rangers in spring play yesterday at Salt River Fields, 10-3 the final there. They'll play on the other side of the Valley in Goodyear today against the Indians. In basketball, sun's off till tomorrow. They'll continue a homestand hosting the Houston Rockets. And that does it for this Wednesday edition of KJZZ's Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast on this penultimate day of February 28th. I'm Phil Latzman. Enjoy the midweek hump. Weekend is almost in sight. And, of course, we're back at you tomorrow.